This bonus minisode was first recorded for the Commonplace patrons, but is brought to you today by Classical Academic Press. I don't know about you, but I always want new books. And right now, Classical Academic Press is having its homeschool appreciation sale. Yes, homeschooling mom, they appreciate you, and they want you to have some new books. So from now until April 22nd, you are invited to take 20% off of all individual products. I'm looking at Sarah McKenzie's Teaching from Rest, but maybe you'd like your appreciation in the form of Latin for Children, Writing and Rhetoric, or The Art of Argument. Well, maybe not that last one if you still live with toddlers, but anyway, head on over to classicalacademicpress.com or use the link in the episode notes to experience classical subjects creatively taught with Classical Academic Press. I know books are your love language, so go find a couple. And if you enjoyed today's bonus minisode, you can find more resources just like this over at patreon.com forward slash the commonplace. The Commonplace is a podcast for the new homeschooling mom delighted by the ideals and principles of a classical Charlotte Mason education. But who feels unsure of how to get started on the practical side of nourishing a soul on the good, the true, and the beautiful? I hope you find camaraderie here as we get our bearings in the world of old ideas and old books, of wisdom and virtue, and of the means of grace by which God works in this world through the commonplaces, which includes your home. So, if you're like me, trying to offer your children an education unlike your own, and wondering if you can create an atmosphere, a discipline, and a life of such richness, I'm here to tell you, I think you can. I'm your host, Autumn Kern, and I'm pleased to welcome you to The Commonplace. One common thing that I hear from moms who start listening to The Commonplace is that while everything is beautiful and they really love the sound of it, it completely overwhelms them. Like, they don't even know where to start. It seems like they need to habit train themselves and they need to read all of these amazing books and they need to be better Christians and they need to understand more stuff before they can even dream of teaching their children in this way. And that kind of feeling is a lot for a mom to bear. Because most moms I know, like they're already working really hard and they're usually trying to do their very best and they really do want to fill their days with good things. But there's just so much to get done and to go and learn all of these things that Charlotte Mason says you need to do and you need to do it quickly because your kids should have known them yesterday. It's just overwhelming. It feels like too much, and so the end of those messages takes a downward turn. They love the ideas, but they can't handle the burden of them. And that's actually what I want to talk about today. What to do when Charlotte Mason becomes a burden. Because I actually think it happens to everyone. Mason says herself in her first volume that mothers can work wonders once they're convinced wonders are demanded of them. One of those quotes that, I mean, it's perfect for an Instagram square, right? And it would look great on the front of a homeschool planner. But right before that, she says and she acknowledges that what she's encouraging moms to do is not what's easiest for us. She says it's what's best for children. And I believe her, like, I really do. 
sometimes when I feel like the habit training is going nowhere and I'm falling asleep during the afternoon read aloud and the idea of bundling all these small children up to take them outside in 18 degree weather and I don't even know what's going to be for dinner, I say to the imaginary Charlotte Mason inside of my head, you keep mentioning my governess, my cook, my maid, and my nurse. Where doth one find those? Because it's just me here. It's just me, and it's most likely just you. And so what I want to do for when you reach that moment that you two are talking to an imaginary person in your head, I want to give you two tips that I come back to in my own life so often because you have to keep Mason in her rightful place. And I think they help us see how doing what's best for children is actually what's best for us and for our home. Okay, first... You can never divorce these things from love. As soon as you do, they become a mountain of a to-do list. I think all the time, like we love those little rascal berries who don't remember to put their shoes in the basket by the door and they don't know how to read and they still laugh when they toot. Actually, I still laugh when they toot, so it's going to be near impossible for me to have a train that out of my kids. But anyways, I... I just love them. And I know you just love your kids. We love them. We want what's best for them. We want them to know God. We want them to know his world, to be treated like full persons in their homes, to see, taste, smell, touch, and hear God's love through the atmosphere, discipline, and life that we lay before them and that we lay around them, that we build as our homes. And I think this is why classical education like grabs our attention. It's because we can feel, even before we fully understand what it means, that this is what's best for our kids. And we love them. And because we love them, we're in it with them for the long haul, and we want to make sure we choose the right thing. But motherhood and education are not sprints. Like This is a very long journey, my friend, and one that will be marked by growth for you and for your kids for both of you. As your mind and your soul are nourished by things you're learning, you're going to continue to grow and change, which means how you flesh out the Mason principles of education will grow and they'll deepen. Like we're gonna get better at this. That's what love does. It continues to shape you and it shapes those around you. So you have to think about this as your mother's thinking love, like you as mom, you have a thinking love that God has designed in you and designed it to be a good influence for your home and for your kids. So you take it tick by tick, as Mason says, when she talks about habits. You choose one thing. You learn really slowly. You think deeply. You implement one idea, and then you stick with it until it feels normal. And then you add more. You don't try to do everything all at once. You read one book. You listen to one podcast. And you trust that your maternal thinking love will continue to help you love and educate your children well. Now the second thing is you need to remember that we're all creatures of habit and we all need help with them. I like to think about my own habits because I desperately need good ones in place. There's a big gap between who I am right now and the type of mother teacher I want to be. It's easy to feel like I'm still missing tools in the box or I don't even know how some of the tools work or I just keep messing up. There are things Mason says that I don't understand, and there are some nights I go to bed asking myself if I'm really building that rich atmosphere, discipline, and life for my family. Then I remember that the gift is the practical side of Mason. Like she says, get outside. So I go outside. And she says, read the best of books. So I only read the best of books. 
and she says to keep lessons short. So I watch the clock. I keep an eye on the mental effort and the attention of my child. She says to watch the motivations of my parenting. So I repent when I come at my kids the wrong way. Mason is insanely practical. She offers a peg or a hook or a rung on a ladder for you to grab onto when you are not sure how else to make the philosophical doable. Does she paint a really beautiful, large picture of what home education can be like? Yes. Is it both amazing and overwhelming? You bet. But she also breaks things down into action steps. And when you don't know what to do next, you just grab a peg. And one peg will lead to another. And before you realize it, the regular rhythm of your home is crafting a scaffolding of truth and of goodness and of beauty. Just don't forget love and reach for one peg because I truly believe that it is in the common places that mothers work wonders. Like, I'll double down on that.